What up, world? This your boy Ace, a.k.a. Bossman Cuddy, a.k.a. Mr. Yes Lord. And I'm back with another episode. And today's topic, we're going to be discussing what's going on in Nigeria uh, with the policing, the police brutality, and things of that nature. Uh, we're going to be discussing uh, my Lakers, of course. You know, they won the NBA 2020 championship. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, man. So... With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls all around the world, hope you're tuning in. We about to have a, a good and interesting conversation today. Uh, and always remember, nobody's perfect. Even pencils have erasers. And that's the quote for the day. Love, peace, and happiness. Let's get to it. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let's get to it. Let's start off with, of course, my Lake Show. They are now crowned the NBA 2020 champions. Y'all all know that I'm a huge LeBron fan, so pretty ecstatic that my man's moving up in the GOAT conversation. Four finals MVPs, four NBA championships, you know, 10 straight NBA appearances, uh, finals appearances. That boy is amazing. On and off the court, man, you got to tip your hat to him. King James, man, doing great things. Got a hell of a partner in Anthony Davis, the best duo in the NBA. In my opinion, the best duo in the league's history. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, so, yeah, man, Lakers was out celebrating in Las Vegas last night. LeBron James walking around with the Larry O'Bannon uh, O'Brien Trophy, um, man, them boys, they ecstatic. There's a lot of uh, reports going around that you know this offseason they looking to make some trades to upgrade the team, which I feel like is necessary because the NBA is only gonna get better. Uh, you got Ka uh, Kyrie, KD coming back. You got Clay, Steph coming back. Uh, so the league's going to be pretty nice next year. And if Miami get their hands on Giannis out of Takumbo, man, it's going to be trouble, trouble, trouble. Yes, Lord. So I'm definitely looking forward to next season because it's going to be definitely exciting. Uh, and hopefully everything, you know, with this coronavirus going on, hopefully the league can, you know, figure out to where we can, uh, where the teams can start playing back in the arenas uh, and get the fans back, man, because uh, watching them play in that bubble, you know, the, you could tell the energy was different. Uh, the, I mean, you have to be mentally tough to be able to continuously every day go out there and play hard. You know what I'm saying? And the Lakers did that. They prevailed. They won the ship. And uh, hopefully they make some off, uh, some changes this offseason, you know, upgrade, um, you know, because we definitely, definitely need some 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 more depth. Um, there's been trade rumors involving with Chris Paul, Bradley Beal, and other superstars. Um me personally, I don't really want a superstar team. I know some of y'all might not even know some of the players that I just named, but for those who do, um, they are pretty talented, you know, group of people that they're looking to, to trade for. Uh, 
also Zach Levine. Uh, my personal opinion, Chris Paul, that trade, I don't like. I don't really want another super team. You know what I'm saying? I don't want another super team. So I just want some, you know, better role players. I mean, because all you need is Anthony Davis and LeBron James and you're going to get another ship. You know what I'm saying? I predict that before it's all said and done, LeBron will be six for six in the NBA finals, you know, six championships, 12 uh, final appearances. I That's that's what I believe. Uh, five finals MVPs. Uh, I, I feel like he's going to get one more regular season MVP. Should have got it this year, but I guess since you have a player in Anthony Davis, they're not really looking to give you that because it's. I guess they see it as a, you know, a easy win for yourself. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, but shout out to the Lakers, man! Congratulations for your NBA championship, and uh, hopefully, y'all can continue this journey and you know really thrive. Uh, Cause man, I'm looking forward to these next couple of seasons, man. Especially if AD and Brian stay together, man. They're gonna dominate. <clears throat> and other news, uh, we're gonna talk about your boy Dak Prescott from the uh the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh sustained the injury of a couple weeks back. Uh, and everyone, man, just thought he's done. This this boy's done. Uh but luckily. He's only going to be up, you know, the remainder of this season, four to six months. So, remainder of this season and, you know, next season's in around training camp. You should see that boy back. Uh, and I, that sucks, you know what I'm saying? Especially, you know, with all the offensive weapons that they got to uh, surround Dak Prescott with, it's just like, man. But them boys wasn't having no winning season anyway. So, shit, go on, sit back, get your money, Dak. Rest up, you know what I'm saying, and and get better, my friend. You know, cause shit, and you know it's it's all about longevity, you know. So hopefully that boy gets better, and uh, we'll see him back on the field next season. Prayers goes up to Jack. I mean Dak Prescott. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, I I just. Everybody thought that boy was done, done. So I just figured I'd let any little Dallas Cowboy fans know that your quarterback will be returning next season. So don't get your panties all in a bunch. Y'all not winning the Super Bowl anytime soon, but y'all still be the most talked about team with all that offense and no damn rings. So, yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, man, get, get, get well, my brother, and uh, we'll see you out there next season. My Patriots uh, had to reschedule two games, and I believe that was to uh, – I do not want to get this – excuse me. I, I want to make sure that I have the accurate information uh, for you all. Uh, but yeah, the Patriots, because they have been testing positive, had some, uh, some positive coronavirus, uh, they had uh, a lot of tests, uh, positive tests for the coronavirus. 
Um, so they had to postpone actually two games with the Denver Broncos. Um, they finally got to play yesterday. The Broncos end up beating my Patriots um, by a touchdown. Um, and, I mean, Cam, you know, he, he, he was able, I guess, to get his rest. Um, but, yeah, that I'm not understanding why the NFL, you keep having all these positive tests, but want to continue to have these games. Me personally, like I said in my last episode, I can't really get into enjoy the games because it's it's without the fans there's no excitement, there's there's really nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, it's kind of hard for me to really indulge and watch a a full game of football. You know, it's not the same. Um So yeah, man, this season uh I say just throw the whole damn season away, you know. Uh, but I understand a lot of people feel like it's a window of opportunity to win a championship. Uh, there's no for real favorites, um, so I I don't I don't know. But yeah, the Patriots have a few a few players that tested positive for the COVID, um, so they had to postpone two of their games this season uh, against the Broncos. And like I said, they were uh, finally able to play yesterday. And we ended up losing by six. When I mean we, i.e. the Patriots. Yes, I'm a Patriots fan. Um, And I have no ill will on Tom Brady. They actually look pretty good. Tampa Bay looks pretty good. But, you know, I am a Patriots fan. So, with that being said, you know, it is what it is. Hopefully... We can continue to get better and, you know, move forward uh, because it's, you know, it's it's just not it's just not it. It's just not it. Uh, Conor McGregor's coming back out of retirement to be fighting. Um, I forget the dude's name. I'm not even going to lie to you. Um, I think it's Perry. Perry. I'm not too sure. I'm not even going to lie to you. Uh, this is a young dude uh, studying mixed martial arts, the same style as Conor McGregor. Um, and they're supposed to be having this fight. I had all my notes. I apologize. I've been doing a lot here lately. So forgive me um, for, you know, all of that. But anyway, yeah, so Conor McGregor is coming out to fight Dustin Prayer. Um, if I said that, I highly doubt that I said that right. Um, and the match will be January 23rd of 2021. So make sure y'all go check that out and be looking for that. I honestly, uh, you know, I haven't seen McGregor fight in a while, but the last few fights he had, dude, hasn't been looking the same. So it's going to be really interesting to see him, you know, finally come back out of retirement, you know, to do this. Uh, so yeah, we'll just, I guess, see what happens. That's all I have for, uh, the sports today. Uh, you know, make sure you, uh, go and, uh, check out that fight against McGregor, man. That boy is, uh, that's going to be interesting. I heard Dustin's a pretty good fighter as well, man. So definitely looking forward to that, man. Uh, we'll be right back after this message. 
Yes, Lord, we are back with the celebrity news and gossip. So Taraji P came uh Taraji P Henson came out today stating that she is now single. Her and her ex-fiance Kevin have officially split apart. Uh, she says that they need to basically find their own happiness. Um, you know, in the black community, we kind of look up to the celebrity relationships for inspiration. You know, we like to see that black love, that black successful love, you know, um, and it sucks. You know what I'm saying? Um, because I know throughout their journey, she, she seemed pretty happy, you know, and I'm not saying that she needs him to be happy, but you know, it, you just, you, you've seen a different glow about her, you know what I'm saying? So, um, it sucks to hear that they, you know, couldn't, things didn't work out, but you know, that's life. You know what I'm saying? I, me personally, I feel like people come in our life to teach us something, you know, everything's a lesson, you know? So maybe she, they might work it out. Who knows? But if not, you know, I wish both of them the best and uh, hopefully they can find love and happiness elsewhere. Uh, in other news, uh, we got a Cardi B and Offset reunited. Reunited and it feels so good. Yes, Lord. They uh, they got back together uh, last week doing Cardi B's birthday. Um, there was a lot of controversy about Cardi B taking Offset back. Uh, I'm not really sure what caused the breakup, but listen, no relationship's per perfect. These are young, successful millionaires. You know what I'm saying? They got a lot of pressure and a lot on their plate, you know, so it, they're going to have their ups and downs. You know, it, it, it's not going to be all peaches and cream. It's it's not, you know, uh, but whatever the case may be, they're trying to figure it out. They're trying to work on it. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, there's some genuine love there because they keep going back to one another. Um, and I know everybody has their their opinions about it and, you know, their whatever, you know, their judgment about their relationship. Me personally, like I said, no one's perfect. You know, you're going to have your ups and downs. But if you feel like that relationship's worth fighting for, and you done invested time, love, energy, finances, whatever the case may be, whatever you invested into that relationship and you feel as though it's not worth losing over some petty shit, you know. Like I said, I don't know exactly what caused the breakup, but we, you know, motherfuckers is shocked that she took her husband back. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of women out here who's done taking their men, their husband back you know, for either infidelity, whatever the fucking case may be. You know what I'm saying? They work it out. That's what marriage, that's what love is. You know what I'm saying? Y'all work through that shit. Y'all try to figure it out together, you know. So shout out to them. Also, happy belated, uh, belated birthday to Cardi B. Uh, seemed like she had a hell of a lot of fun. It was a viral uh, pic going around with the titty nip. Um a lot of controversy with that as well. I've seen uh, on Twitter a lot of people body shaming, you know what I'm saying? Like, talking about how big the areola is. And, listen, I'm not no sexist. I ain't trying to be a sexist, but 
Them titties look damn good, if you ask me. I'm sorry. Them titties look damn good, you know. And people's like, oh, she should be ashamed of herself. Listen, this before the fame and all that, this girl used to dance. You know what I'm saying? This girl used to be a stripper, man. So she's used to exposing her body. That's nothing new. She has a hell of a body. She's young, living her best life. Why not? You know, some of you ladies need to embrace that. You know what I'm saying? She's happily married. If the one man, if the one person in her life, which is her husband, uh, opinion or anything, that's the only opinion that should matter is her husband's and her kid, her children. But if they're not tripping, then why the fuck are we? You know what I'm saying? Like, let that woman live her life. Let her be great in her own way. You know, shit, play us fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Little titty ain't hurt nobody, you know. But, yeah, shout out to Cardi, man. Happy belated birthday and all that good shit. And, uh, man, that's that's what it is. <laughs> but uh, in other news, J-Lo getting a lot of backlash for the uh, statement of her being the black girl from the Bronx. Now, I know a lot of black women feel a certain way. Our culture has been robbed for centuries. You know what I'm saying? But the black woman has always been body shamed for her look. The big lips, the the braids, the, the, the dreadlocks, the fat ass, all these different things. And now you see all these white women wanting to get the lip injections, ass implants, box braids you know it's like damn can we get any type of credit so i can under i can slightly understand where the black woman's coming from in regards to her referencing her being the black girl from queens uh i don't me personally i don't have a, a issue with it you know what i'm saying uh who am I to say you're not a black girl from Queens, even though your ethnicity is Latino, but you may consider yourself as, you know, a black Latina, you know? And if people knew how deep our roots are, we got Asian descent, you know what I'm saying? Like, we are all over the world, you know? We make up the races. So I don't have a problem, especially a Latino or Asian claiming to be black because in actuality, they are, you know, uh, an extension of us. So I don't have an issue with that. I just, you know, don't. The only thing I would say is to anybody, uh, if you want to come off as black you want to get the the super spray tans and all this shit to make your skin uh, darker. Acknowledge the culture for what it is, for the whole, the entire thing. You know, not just our fashion and our looks, but what we go through as a culture. You know what I'm saying? Recognize that, you know, understand that. Don't do that for the views and the likes, you know. Because motherfuckers is getting canceled in 2020, man. People are getting canceled real quick. So, with that being said, that, 
you know, I I I don't knock her for that. Uh, also, Aja Carey. She's a black woman. She's the wife of Stephen Carey of the Golden State Warriors, a basketball player, uh, three-time champion. Uh, she posted, uploaded a picture of the of them two in the car, and a lot of people, you know, kind of was confused. Like, you had to really double take and like, damn, is that another? You know, is Steph Curry out here slacking? He cheating on Aja? But no, that is not the case. That was his wife. She has a totally different look. It, uh, It's like her skin is a lighter skin tone. She's dyed her hair. I think it was blonde. Um, and it, it, it's almost as if she she looked white. Not, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be blunt with it. She looked white, you know. So a lot of people was like, "Damn, babe, like, you know, what, what's going on? Are you not loving who you are? Is it, you know?" So a lot of people on Twitter was going at them like, "Yo, this shit, wow, you know." I love the black woman. I love a black woman. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't put nobody above a black woman. And with that, I would tell y'all to embrace your beauty. Be who you are. You are gifted. You are the queens. You are mother nature. You are the only woman that can produce any skin tone baby. Your melanin is beautiful. You know what I'm talking about? Y'all are God's gift. So please, ladies, don't. Don't feel like you got to look like them when they trying to look like us. You see what I'm saying to you? Embrace your beauty. Know who you are. You don't have to lighten up your skin tone or your hair textures. Now, I'm not saying Aja did this for that. But for those who have, you know what I'm saying? Because women have, such as Little Kim, you know. Those women, I, it's it's like they 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 have some insecurities about themselves. You know, they get a, around a group of people and they feel like they have to be someone different. You don't have to be no one but yourself, baby. You are a queen. Don't no, don't let nobody tell you different. You know, the natural look has always been beautiful. But we've been brainwashed to think that getting perms and straight hair and all that old silly shit was the way. No. No. Embrace your beauty. Embrace that queen. You know. I just, like I said, I, I, I hate to see our people, you know, fall victim to to that type of bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like I said, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that that was Aja Carey's. Uh, you know, that's what her motive was was to look like a white woman, but she looked like a white woman, and it kind of threw motherfuckers like, damn, you know, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, so, like I said, I don't think that's the case. Uh, I just want to tell all my black women that y'all are loved. I love y'all, man. 
you know, I, I'm not saying that I won't fuck with another race, but, you know, I, I love my black woman now. You know what I'm saying? I love my black woman, but I love all women, but especially my black women. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, man, embrace yourself, embrace your beauty, you know. Uh, and with that being said, we will be right back after this message. You know what really grinds my gears? Is motherfuckers continuously to call me to pressure me to vote. Now listen. I am not voting for anyone I feel doesn't have my best entrance. Now. I'm not real big on political topics. Because I know that shit can go left. I try not to. Religion and politics are two things. Those are very sensitive subjects, especially in the black community. You know what I'm saying? Because we all have different views and opinions about it. So it tends to go left usually when the conversation happens. That's why we just stick to the simple things such as sports, finances, uh, women, you know, uh, whatever the case, we try to keep that shit out of the community, you know. Um, but with that being said, I don't knock anyone's political beliefs. If you feel like Trump is the best thing going for us, then by all means, go vote for Trump. If you feel like Biden is the best thing going, vote for Biden. Me personally, fuck both of them. Now, okay, with Trump, one thing I can say about that man, he's an honest racist. And I'll take honesty over anything. I'd much rather you tell me that you don't like me than to be behind my back, i.e. Joe Biden, and say that you don't like me. You'll sit there and act like you my fan, rubbing me, giving me a hug, and the whole time you just looking you know, for a way to stab me in it. I don't feel as though Joe Biden getting Camilla Harris, a black woman, wearing boneless Tims is going to get my vote. That's not going to... And you making comments such as, if you don't vote for me, then you're not black. You're not going to tell me what I am. That was... So that eliminated Joe Biden for me. Trump... He's not a good political leader. He's a businessman. He's a honest racist businessman. So I don't I don't hold that against Trump. I just know that Trump's an evil motherfucker and I can't fuck with that. So no, I will not be voting for Trump either. Because I feel as though both Biden and Trump don't give a fuck about where I live at. Do they pro, uh, hold their rallies in the black communities? Do they even speak on the changes and the things that they're going to do for the black communities? No, but they want our votes. They definitely want our votes. And it's just crazy to me how people keep trying to pressure 
a motherfucker to vote. Maybe my vote counts. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. All I know is throughout history, every person that's been in office, whether black people voted or not, which we've been doing since we were able to. Now, there's a handful of us that, no, we're not we're not going to vote. There is a handful of us that's not going to vote. Then you got your other hand that's our felony, so they can't vote. So I know it's a, a nice proportion of us in the community that's, no, we haven't seen any change. Black men are still getting gunned down. You know, we are still treated as less than when we are the true Israelites. But nobody knows that. Nobody speaks on that. Oh, they tell us in America that we were slaves. This country ain't for us, even though we built it. It's not for us. The president is not for us. Hell, even Obama ain't really make no changes. He gave the LGBT community more uh, laws than us and more rights and protection than us. Now, I'm not separating that community as if they're not, you know, a part of the black community. You know what I'm saying? I'm Those who are uh, African-American um, in that community, they are still in the black community as well. But you give them more rights and laws than you would own black man or woman. We still get treated as less than. You see what I'm saying to you? I just I I don't I don't understand it. We had a black man in office two times. More more black men were gunned down under his watch. So what the fuck is the president really doing? If our own black man who's come from our community, my community, has been put in that position and didn't make no change, what the fuck you think two middle-aged white men going to do it? Both of them crooked and nasty if you ask me. They ain't really got no black agenda for us. Y'all been saying that same old song and dance. It's like. You get a motherfucker to continue to do something for you and keep telling them something like, man, I got you. I got you. You ever, you know what I'm saying? You ever let a motherfucker borrow some money. And they keep blowing you off. Like. Nah, bro, I got you. I got you. Just, you know what I'm saying? Just hurry. Just give me a couple more dollars. I swear to God, I'm going to pay you next week. When I get my check, man, I got you. Ah, oh, shit, man. It, it ain't come this week, but, man, it, it's coming. It's coming. I got you, man. Just hurry. Let me borrow a few more dollars. And you continues to give this man money thinking that one day he's going to pay me back. He's going to give me what he owe me. Come to find out, you look up. Y'all both on y'all deathbeds. And he's still talking about he got you. He waiting on his check. I ain't trying to be waiting on my deathbed for change to come. 
Although I want my daughter to be able to grow up in a, a peaceful world. But shit, I want to see that shit too. You know? I don't want to be nervous every time I see a police officer. I got real fucking bad anxiety when I see an officer, man. And I don't like it. I want my daughter to be able to grow up in a world where she doesn't have to feel like she's in, you know, in fear of her life. Or my my grandchildren. You know what I'm saying? Because there's going to be a time where I'm not going to be able to protect them. You know what I'm saying? And like, I don't, I don't know. I know if Trump get in the office, it, it, he's going to create a race war. He's going to create another civil war, war, if not a, a, a another World War Three. But if Trump gets back in office, there will be a war. But if Biden gets in office, the only war to be is on black men and women. So it's one of those things. It's like pick your poison. Pick your fucking poison. You either won't eat the injection or the gas chamber. Either way, you about to die, boy. <laughs> Either fucking way. You want the, the needle or the gas. And that's what I feel like they're going to do to our country. Either way. Even though Kanye ain't seeming like the most logical man. Shit, if I have to been for, uh, forced to vote. I'm, if I can't vote independent, that's that'll be the candidate that I vote for. And I don't even know the brother's plans, man. I haven't heard one uh, campaign or none of that. I, I ain't heard shit from Kanye. I know he's running, though. That's it. You know. But, like I said, man, that's... I'm just tired of everybody. My mama, a couple of my homeboys. I see it on fucking TV. Like, no, I'm not fucking voting. I'm not voting. Don't ask me. Don't, don't do none of that. I'm not voting. Until I see a sincere motherfucker, yeah, you can kick rocks. You can kick fucking rocks. So, with that being said, fuck the campaign run and fuck the president. Uh, stay tuned. We will be back after this commercial. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We are back with the main topic. And today's topic is in SARS in Nigeria. And for those uh, who don't know what that uh, what I'm talking about, uh, the policing in Nigeria has become brutal. Uh, and they're over there right now fighting for the same equality and justice as we are over here in America. Uh, there's, you know, 
a lot going on over in Nigeria and it's not being talked about. You know, there's no major media outlet over there. So, of course, it's not going to get broadcasted, you know, worldwide. Um, and CNN, you know, all them other uh, major media outlets over here in America, they're not reporting that. Because they don't give a fuck. Let's be real. They don't give a fuck. Um, if it's not about the campaign run or, you know, any other little thing that's going on, they're, they're not going to report about a foreign country, a black foreign country at that. So I just wanted to touch on that because I was scrolling on Twitter you know, I was I was on there going down my news feed and I kept seeing all these little hashtag NSARS now, hashtag pray for Nigeria. And I'm just like, man, what's going on? So I came across the video and there was this video of the police. Uh, I guess they were pulling over um, some citizens there. Um, and one of the cops, in broad daylight, shot this man with an assault rifle. Now, I don't know if the victim lived or what, but it just threw me like, damn, this victim didn't show no signs of threat. And he wasn't, you know, as far as I can see, he was unarmed. So it kind of threw me like, damn, he just shot dude point blank with an assault rifle. And so I'm like, that's fucked up. I scroll again, I come across another video where there's this young man in a pool full of blood, you know, coming from his head because he's been hit by crossfire. Uh, and I'm like, this is fucking crazy. So I goes and do some more research on it. And there was this group um, funded by the government uh, called SARS. They were designed to protect the community in Nigeria from robbers, thieves, violence, and all, you know, basically a gang unit. Uh, but they was, you know, to be what policemen are supposed to do, protect and serve. Well, they ended up being the very same people that they were protecting the community, uh, the community from. They... You know, if you look like you got money, you ride a nice car, um, you got some jewelry, especially the youth over there. That's they, they're killing off the youth. If they if it's a young guy driving a nice Mercedes or, you know, any type of uh, car with class, you know, they got a nice phone or whatever, you know, any ma nice material that that person may have. Uh the group, the SARS, uh, will be going out and basically rob those people. And if you didn't cooperate, you were getting killed. Um, I seen in an article where there was a woman, um, who I guess refused, um, uh, one of the, she wasn't cooperating or something. And the cop shot her dead. Um, young black woman shot her dead. Um, they have no consequences of their actions. 
They don't give a fuck. Because no one else gives a fuck. It's not being talked about. No one even knows. When I speak to this about people in my inner circle, they'd be like, damn, I ain't even I, I, I didn't even hear about that. You know, I don't have a big fan base at this moment, but I have a platform, so I'm going to use it. I have a voice. I'm going to use it, you know, and hopefully by me relaying this message, someone hears this and, you know, go tell a friend to, you know, do some research and spread that message as well. Because it's it's crazy that around the world, it's not just America, but even in, you know, the country that we're from, it's it's not a white man over there killing, you know, Nigerians. It's black, th their own people. You know what I'm saying? Whereas here, it's more of a racist thing. You know, it's it's not too many black cops being involved in a, a police shooting in America. Where over there, that's, you know, they hire their own people. You know, it's Nigeria. You know what I'm saying? So it's nothing but black people. So for them to be going out there killing their own, it's 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 crazy. You know, they are assuming that because you have money, I guess you're doing something illegal. So they are trying to justify, I guess, their robberies, all the fuckery that they're doing over in Nigeria. The police are fucked up. They are fucked up. Um, and like I said, it, it's just not talked about enough. And I think people really need to wake up. And we need to come together. We only strong if we are together. We're too divided. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're too divided. Across the world, man. And they're trying to take us out one by one, man. And it's just, it, it's, it's, it's real sickening to see that these people are getting away with this. Unjustifiable actions, man. How can you just wake up? And just be like, I'm about to go kill me a nigga today. I'm, I'm, I'm looking to shoot some today. You got to be a soulless coward to put on a badge and go out there and shoot some unarmed black people. We look for y'all to protect us. Now we can't even trust y'all. So now it's like, who the fuck is going to protect us? The police ain't here for us. The government ain't here for us. The mayor ain't here for us. So when this bitch turn into the planet of the apes and we all start fighting back, because that's eventually what it's going to lead to, man. We sick and tired of being gunned down for no reason, man. You motherfuckers get these goddamn badges and be miserable, bro. You motherfuckers is so miserable that y'all living paycheck to paycheck doing some bullshit. You signed up for that job. 
That's like a motherfucker got the nerve to have an attitude at a fast food restaurant. Ain't nobody tell you go in there and flip no goddamn burgers. You chose to do that. Ain't nobody making you go be no goddamn police officer. Ain't nobody asking you to protect us. You chose to do that. So do that. Uphold your oath, nigga. That's bullshit, man. We tired of losing our lives, bro. Y'all killing us with these chemicals. That ain't killing us all fast enough. Abortions, all type of shit, man. Y'all killing our youth, man. Cancer ain't the only thing, man. Who's going to protect us? Who's going to protect our community? See, when we fight back, we looked at it as thugs, animals, all type of little fuckery when we try to fight back. Motherfuckers ain't ready to keep taking that shit, man. You can't just continue to kill us off and think we're going to continue to look and turn the other cheek. Even Martin Luther King wasn't even going to continue to turn the other cheek. That's why y'all had to knock his ass off. Because y'all knew. Motherfuckers getting tired, bro. We tired. We tired. Like I said in my last episode, that marching and shit, motherfuckers tired. We don't want to keep protesting for shit that we should already have. Why we got to beg a motherfucker for equality, freedom, justice? Why do we have to fight for something that should have been given to us at birth? Why y'all continuously trying to enslave us? And like I said, man, it's it's going to come to a breaking point, man. It's going to come to a breaking point. It's already a lot of racial tension here in America. And to hear you got police brutality in other countries and things of that nature, it shit's crazy, man. It's a wicked fucking world, man. A wicked fucking world. Y'all make sure y'all research that, man. Because them, them cops over there, they killing them, bro. No matter who they are, man or woman. It's not right. And, and the police brutality all around the world. Your job, it says it. Protect and serve and fine print on your fucking badge. Protect, protect and serve. Like, how hard is that? 
We not the fucking issue. You trigger happy punks are. You a coward. Whether that victim uh, uh, is innocent or not. If there ain't no real threat to you, why you got to use deadly force? Like you going hunting for dirt or something. These past, uh, over the weekend, you know, I'm just looking over all the little video clips of Rashad Brooks, uh, Michael Brown, Eric Gardner, Sandra Bland, all these, you know, victims due to police brutality, man. And it's like, it's, it's, it's still unbelievable. How they are getting away with this shit, man. No one is being held accountable. Hell, the officers getting charged, that don't mean they're going to get indicted. Getting out on a million dollar bonds and shit. Man, it's a, it's a dirty fucking world, man. A lot of fucking corruption. The police ain't nothing but a gang. The boys in fucking blue. That is a gang, man. That is a fucking gang. The narcotics units, all them different Little uh, units and departments that these police be funding are gangs, bro. Are gangs. And then you got the little, you know, patrol officers that be out here in the little uh, marked cars and shit. They are part of them gangs, too. They, they, uh, uh, <clears throat> the extended version. Those are the little foot soldiers. The narcotic units, they, they go get the big boys. And what they do, they'll go get all the drugs and the money, all the guns, claim to put it in evidence. They're going to put half that shit in evidence and split the other half. That shit's going in our pockets. That's why I'm not big on voting. Ain't no fucking change, man. It's a corrupt-ass world. I'm not going to get what the fuck I want. Especially not as a black man. It's the biggest dub you can ever find. It's a big dub, man. In SARS, man. In SARS now, man. Like, and I know it's like, damn, we, we still trying to fight. You know, freedom and our rights over here in America. So how can we focus on another country's problems when we have our own? Because that country is an extendant of us. Any black person, I don't give a damn what your ethnicity is. If you are the same skin tone as me and we face the same problems, our everyday struggle, 
You are my brother. You are my sister. So if I see one of my brothers or sisters getting gunned down, you damn right I'm going to speak on it. It's not right. It's not right. Eventually, all them camera phones is going to start uh, turning into guns. Niggas ain't ready to keep filming executions, bro, and just sitting there. We not about to just keep sitting there and watching y'all take our people away. Give a fuck what they did. Give a damn what they did. Your actions are unethical and unjustifiable. Y'all need to fix that shit. Or the people will. The citizens of these countries will start standing up. Especially once they realize that we outnumber the fucking military and the police. As citizens. So. We trying to be patient, man. But it's hard. It's hard. Black people ain't taught to hate. But it's fucked up. We was taught to hate each other. And love another. You know what I'm saying? Taught to hate ourselves. But love the white man. That's why you got your white Jesus. You know. Your white Santa Claus. We praise the white man. The white man's good to us. We do any type of business transaction with a white man, we feel like it's we can trust him. I know he ain't going to fuck me over because he's a good white man. But you do business with a brother or sister, you feel like they're going to scam you. They're going to try to get over on you. Listen, white, black, green, or purple, motherfuckers is going to do what they got to do to survive. So don't think... Just because you pray to a white Jesus and you believe a white man is gifting your kids with presents, don't think that they all jolly and holy, man. That's also the biggest dub you ever find. I just, I just think how crazy it is. Like, we are, I, I, I just don't understand it, man. I really don't. And I know it's got to get worse before it gets better. You know what I'm saying? I don't expect the police in Nigeria to change. I don't expect it to change in America. I just expect it to get better some way as far as the killings. It seems like since I've been on this earth for the past 30 years, there's been more killings by the police for unarmed black men and women than there's ever been. And I'm not saying that that statistic is right. I don't know. I'm saying, from my personal opinion, it seems like 
there's been more police killings in the past 30 years. Especially after Rodney King. They gave all them trigger happy white boys a gold, a green light. They was on camera beating his ass and, he, and they ain't get in trouble. Oh, shit. We good. We good. That's when America knew. That's when all them good old boys knew that they were untouchable at that point. That niggas are really seen as less than. Because, you know, after slavery ended and all that, people felt as though the world was on pace for change. And, I mean, it is. It's a slow progression, but it's it's coming. But it was more so, I mean, it, it, it was about freedom and equality. Whether that's what we had in the 60s and 70s. You know, and, and don't get it twisted. There were black men and women being gunned down for centuries. I mean, you know, for at least a century. You know what I'm saying? Since back in slavery. So I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that by any means. All I'm saying is that it's 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 slow progression. And I feel as though after you know it was a sensitive thing for black men and women to be killed. You know what I'm saying? And now they back at it after, like I said, the Rodney King. It it just seemed like it was a go for them. Oh, we can we can beat their ass on camera, and not nothing happened. Cool. And then Trayvon Martin happened. You mean to tell me? A neighborhood watch guy can shoot an unarmed black kid and not go to jail? Oh, we definitely good. We definitely good. Then Mike Brown happened. None of the officers getting charged? Oh, man. Let's, yeah. Let's go on the hunt, boys. I just I just find it crazy that as a black man in America, I don't even feel safe in my own country. You know what I'm talking about? When the police pull me over or if the police arrive on the scene, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm hesitant to even call. Don't nobody even want to call you motherfuckers because y'all create so much problems. Y'all don't even come to solve nothing. Y'all create more problems than what the fuck it is. It's fucking nuts, man. Please, please do your research. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend, man. We need this to spread this message.
As the black citizens in America, we need to come and stand together with Nigeria. Because they need all the support and help and guidance that they can get. And so do we. Hopefully we all can rise up together as true kings and queens and, you know, fight this oppression and this fucked up uh, system that we involved in, man. With that being said, in SARS, in police brutality, until there is justice, there will be no peace. Yes, Lord. Thank y'all for tuning in today's episode. I just want to say prayers go up to Nigeria and all the citizens over there. Uh, I hope the police, they get some type of police reform in SARS, take away that whole gang unit. Uh, and blessings to all the kings and queens of that youth over there. Uh, yeah, man, I greatly appreciate y'all listening and tuning in with me. It's been crazy. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. But, uh, yeah, man, make sure y'all tune in next week. Uh, you know, I'm going to probably, I don't know, probably speak on a little bit of the politics or something, man. But uh, I'm also trying to bring in a special guest, uh, you know, uh, my cousin, man. He's going to speak to y'all a little bit about the Forex trading. If you don't know nothing about that, uh, I suggest you get on it. But, uh, yeah, man, make sure y'all, y'all tune in next week. Get it! Stay blessed, stay positive, peace, love, and happiness. Yes, Lord! <laughs>